blessed, and I have a new life in Christ. I'm recovering from insecurity and unforgiveness. Hi. I was raised in an atheist home, and I accepted Jesus as my Savior at a Nazarene revival my junior year in high school. I'm the second daughter of two children. Our home looked really good on the outside, but inside was a very different story. Our family was all about what we had and what we looked like. My mom was a workaholic, and my dad was an artist and a high-functioning alcoholic addicted to pornography. Until I left home, I do not remember a single sit-down-at-the-table-together family meal, not even during the holidays. My parents had a passionately dysfunctional marriage, and other than summer vacations, there was very little family time in our home. As far back as I can remember, I viewed myself as awkward and dumb and believed that the only thing that I had going for me was the way I looked. I was always seeking the approval of others and early on tried to manipulate what others thought of me. The attention I craved most was from my daddy, but I rarely got it. And when I did, it was when he thought I looked pretty or when I had done something bad, which was pretty often. I met my husband my senior year in high school and we married within the year. I was certain that we would be blissfully happy and he was going to fulfill all my dreams. The truth was, we both had a lot of baggage we were bringing into the marriage. And it wasn't long before the honeymoon was over. Almost immediately, I became fearful that I wouldn't meet up to his expectations and lived with the fear that he would stop loving me and probably leave me for someone prettier or just better than me. We started having children early, and within nine years, God blessed us with three beautiful little girls and one handsome little guy. During that time, we attended several churches, and we found out quickly that there is no perfect church. Over the years, I became an expert at pretending to the outside world that I was perfect, that I was the perfect wife with the perfect husband and the perfect children. But reality was, for many years, I struggled with severe depression. I was angry, I had a terrible temper, I was very moody, and I often turned to self-indulgence to escape reality. My problems were destroying our marriage and our family was suffering. I had become the hypocrite that I hated the most, trying to look good on the outside but was ugly on the inside. There was no such thing as community in our lives. I had no idea what it meant to live authentically. God's Word tells us in Romans 8.28 that God works all things together for the good, for those who love Him, for those who are called according to His purpose. God worked all things together during a very dark time in my life. I was very sick for several years with tumors in my pituitary in my brain. I could barely function and even became suicidal. During this very dark time, I became totally dependent on Jeff and on God, and together they loved me unconditionally through it, and they taught me what my heart so desperately longed to know, that I didn't do anything to earn God's love, and I couldn't do anything to lose it. The greatest hurts in my life have been in the church and in our marriage, and through the years, I allowed destructive patterns to grow in my heart, patterns of unforgiveness, Canceling others, bitterness, resentments, self-protection, isolation, and having a critical and judgmental heart. 
These sins came in so subtly that they just became part of who I was. When you start Regen, you're asked to identify your struggles. And at first, I identified mine as overeating, retail therapy, and addiction to watching pimple-popping videos. <laughs> Nurses do that. Not to compare or diminish those sins, they're sins, but God's plan was to take me much deeper. As I began to pray Psalm 139, 23 and 24, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. He very quickly began to show me that these sins were just symptoms of much deeper sins, sins of the heart. God began peeling back the layers one at a time, showing me the ugliness in my heart, how I had not followed him as Lord of my life, but more as consultant to follow when and if I wanted to. He showed me that I had hurt people deeply because of my selfishness, my pride, and my critical spirit, that I had held others hostage in my heart for years, and that I felt justified in doing so, and that my hurt and my self-protection had kept me for years from truly loving and serving God. For the first time ever, I really understood the difference between human sorrow and godly sorrow. My heart was grieved over my sins, and still is. I had hurt my Savior, and I had hurt God's children. <clears throat> Following the process of amends and reconciliation is not easy but it brings such glory to God. And it is such a gift to yourself. And it truly does set you free. Most people that I went to received and accepted with open arms when I confessed my sins and asked for their forgiveness. And complete, total reconciliation took place. But unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. And it's disappointing, and it hurts when complete reconciliation doesn't take place. But we are only responsible to do what God calls us to do. Romans 12, 18 says, If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. More than ever, I am aware of my complete dependence on God and for daily abiding in intimacy with my Savior. I'm much quicker at asking God and others for forgiveness and I work hard at keeping short accounts. I no longer try to suck the life out of my husband to meet my needs, to fill that void that is for God alone. Ecclesiastes 3.11 says, And God has put eternity in their hearts, that place deep inside of all of us that is reserved for God alone, that we try and we try and we try to fill with other things, and we never can and we never will, because it's a God-shaped hole. I still struggle, but my struggles do not define me. It's a daily fight for a pure mind and a right heart, but God, it is God who fights for me. God has opened my eyes to see sins that seemed relatively small and how they contribute to major sin struggles in major ways. The area that God has changed my heart 
the most is in being vulnerable and authentic. He has given me many opportunities to share my struggles and God's victory over them with others. My mess has indeed become his message. My pain is his platform, and I am so okay with that. I feel anxious and I doubt myself each time, but it's God's story of grace and not my own. My 63-year-old identity crisis could only end up in me finding my true identity in Jesus Christ. And my life first now is Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. And it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. The life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. My name is Celeste, and I have a new life in Christ. I am recovered and recovering daily from insecurity and unforgiveness to the praise of his glorious grace.